When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I just, I, I just saw it uh, again. Three o'clock. We bonded here with you. Three ten. Uh, Aaron Rodgers went on Rogan. I mean, the guy doesn't stop. Aaron, I love you. I'm defending you. I want you to friggin' go compete for a Super Bowl next year. Bad. I want you to turn around the Jets. Bad. Just stop. Take a break. Sit one out. I'm told it was like three hours long, and you know what he's talking about, just the clips they're talking, COVID and vaccines. And and again, I'm not saying it's, go, go speak your mind, man. And I'm not saying the conversation has no value. Go go speak what you believe in. But man, oh man, it's just, it's never ending with Rodgers. I don't know how interesting I could possibly find it. We all know where he stands on it. Like, I just, I can't. The guy needs to just really focus on football. And I know, and that has nothing to do with him personally. I know that uh, by no means am I saying shut up and play. Believe me, I'm not. But the Jets just need to to just have a quiet offseason, man. They just need to have a quiet offseason. The team just needs to. The team just needs to have a nice, quiet offseason, go about business, make no waves, have no issues, and just go play football. And hopefully Rodgers will be healthy. 877 Three three seven sixty six sixty six. At least they know who their quarterback is. The Giants are in the draft looking for a quarterback. I hope so. They better be. Too many reports, although misleading. I mean, well, I shouldn't say misleading. Um, there's multiple reports. Reports that they would be interested in a quarterback. Reports they love Daniel Jones. I think both probably are true. I think they respect Daniel Jones and like Daniel Jones, and he's going to be the starter next year. But you've got to get if you if you have a way to get a young stud quarterback that you believe in. If you can figure out a way to trade up and get him, you have to go do it. Eddie and Rockland's on the fan. What's up, Eddie? Hey, Chris, what's happening? What's man? up, buddy? How are you? All right. Uh, a couple of things on uh, Al Pacino's movie. I got uh, my favorite one is probably Carlito's way, but uh, Carlito's way is a good movie. Uh, Godfather 2 and Sense of a Woman. But you forgot the best part of the that speech that you just did. What's what's your what's your favorite part of the speech? You're building a rat ship here yeah. of Seagull and Snitches. Of Seagull and Snitches. That. That, that, that's careful. the best part of the whole speech. What's what's the point? Uh, classmates, uh, uh, students, turn on your classmates or we're going to figure out exactly because I forget that part. Right, but that's the best part, yeah. though. You think you're simply right. sending this minnow back to Argon with his hand, his tail between his legs, but I say you are executing his soul. There you go, Chris. How you getting it? Yep. Uh, on uh, first of all, you know what? You, you know you'll laugh. You know who you remind me of when you're laughing? No, Moose. You sound just like Moose. I sound like Moose when I laugh. I yeah, and again, reminding me twenty years ago this year. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fourth row center of. Uh, Van Halen concert at the Meadowlands, the last Sammy tour. Okay. And I look back over my shoulder, and who's standing about 20 rows behind me is Moose and Carlin. Really? Yep. And I go over, I talk to Moose, and 
Colin was on his first date with his wife. Get out of town. About that. that was his yeah, first date was... with his wife was a Van Halen concert that Eddie and uh, Rockland was lucky enough to crash. How about that? Crash? I was, they were crashing, man. Oh, they they were crashed. trying to get the front. <laughs> they couldn't get good enough tickets for their Sweetie Pies, I guess. I guess not. I wasn't. But, uh, I don't know. But, I think uh, Malusis probably had not met his uh, lovely wife Donna just yet. So, oh, I don't know the history. I, I I've been through I, a, not twenty I've been years through ago. A couple by then. I so. understand, haven't we all? All right now on the soap issue. Now, Chris, why is the soap disappearing on you all the time, man? What are you doing with this soap? You, I, I you what need a ton of foam soap, man. It's not you. You get a when you had like the the liquid soap, you could just push the. I'm 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 looking for the word. I don't know it. The you could just push the little pusher on top and get one little thing of liquid soap and that would last you an entire hand washing. I need to jam that thing down 15 20 times before I get enough foam soap to get me through a hand washing. Get the one you know you ever see at the uh discos they got the foam machine make at, your wife Yeah, exactly. That's for you. It's probably, no, the, shower, disco, the shower, I'm, disco light the shower I'm okay. Thankfully, we really haven't transitioned into foam soap in the shower. I don't think many people have. But the hand washing, the foam soap is extremely popular. You need a ton of it to get a good wash. I hate it. Now, you, you said something the other day about, you know, that they screwed the morning show, screwed up on the uh, getting that uh, Randy Moss guy. And now yesterday they had uh, I, I, I I said it. I mean, they said I, I, I referenced said you it. Could, you could have done a better job running no, around I, getting yeah. I, I did not say that. No. Try and don't try and get me in trouble, Eddie. I did. I certainly did not say that. Well, I'm not trouble. I, I agree with you. That's not getting you. Agreeing with you is not getting in trouble. I didn't. I, I, they, I never said I, I could do a better job. short yeah. Uh, no guests this week, uh, JB, and that's it, and all that. Well, they did the show. They did the show from the hotel and not Radio Row. That's part of it. When you do it, when you don't do it at Radio Row, you're not going to get just the walk-ons. They knew going in, and believe me, by no means that I say I would do it. I I was a board op. I never really produced. I I did. Don't put words in my mouth. I never said I could do a better job, ever. I did not say that. I did not. I did reference the story. It was hilarious. It was it was mentioned on Awful Announcing. It was a popular segment. It was great. Gio's reaction was hilarious. Gio had that great that he was riding that line of finding it funny like the rest of us, but also a little pissed off because he was looking forward to talk to Randy Moss. I'm sure, obviously, a big Viking fan. Uh, so I think it was it was disappointment along with oh my god, this is hilarious. It was a great reaction. It made for a very funny segment. It was almost better if they had. I, I, it would have been almost better if they didn't rec- if they didn't realize it until the actual the the wrong Randy Moss showed up. That might have been even funnier. But they recognized the first. It was a great segment. But yeah, no, I did not say I could do a better job finding guests. I did not. I never went to uh, a Super Bowl. I did not. I was not one of the for whatever reason. I was p- not part of the team. I, I think uh, I know Sal when it was when Sal was the board up for Mike got to go to the Super Bowl. Very famously, uh, that led to the the pea shooter comment from Mike. I think it was about it was it was Sal and Eddie who was producing at the time for Mike. That was the team. Uh, Sal and Eddie were the guys for working for Mike. Eddie Erickson was the producer, and Sal was the board up. And you know they both went to wherever the Super Bowl was that year. And the, there were stories written about the lack of guests and how many more guests Michael K had at the Super Bowl. 
And that's what led to the very famous, I believe it was, that's what led to the famous story, or the famous, uh, if you're going to come at me, you got to bring more than a pea shooter, okay? I think that's what led to that. He's like, you got my guys feeling bad. You know, like, they did something wrong. I, you know, I don't care that much about the guests. Oh, they come on and they, you know, they're, they're peddling this. They're peddling foam soap. It doesn't even work. Foam soap sucks. And then, you know, I don't care about that. You're making my guys feel bad. It's not about guests. It's about the ratings. If you're going to come at me, you got to come at me more than just a piece. I'm pretty sure that's the uh, the genesis of that that famous rant from Mike was uh, Super Bowl. But I feel like Eddie went. Uh, Eddie clearly goes to the Super Bowl with them. Um, I feel like Eddie went to the Super Bowl with Mike when he was the board up for Mike, too. I'm not, I can't be positive on that. But for whatever reason, nope, not me. Wouldn't spring for the big man. Maybe they felt like my um, my per diem for meals would be too much. Huh? I don't know why. I don't know why they sent Mons alone. I don't know why I wasn't included. Seemed like other board ops got that privilege. Not me. Nope. I had to stay home and run the board from here. Happened all the time. Happened all the time. All the events. The only thing I ever went to was once uh, the... Back-to-back years, I happened. Monzo happened to be away or whatever the case was, and I was able to go to giant camp a couple years. That's it. Nothing else. They kept me home. They didn't bring me anywhere. Oh, that's not true. I went to Mohegan Sun a couple times. That's how I got the great story about Gary Sheffield and Dave Winfield, which still cracked. I wish I would have kept that book. I should have kept that book. That big event uh, every year for the uh, that great charity to help uh, to help children inflicted with cancer. And every year, Mike would MC it at uh, at Mohegan Sun, and they would have Yankee guests. It was done by uh, a former Yankee. And they would have all these Yankee guests, and then they would have a dinner that night. At Mike would have the show and have all the guests on and have a lot of the families that the, that the, the charity has helped. It was great. The kids came on, met some of the players. It was fantastic. And then they would have the dinner at night, and they would celebrate the the like four or five players Mike would have them on during the day but it was really the banquet the dinner they would celebrate and Mike would ask them questions on stage and and everything and one of the years was Dave Winfield was one of the four I think I think I want to say Luis Severino was also one of the four that year um no I I remember um John Wetland was one of them too <laughs> but um Obviously, it did not. It has not gone so well for him after that. But um, Dave Win uh, Dave Winfield was one of them, and they had the booklet that gave you a story about all the different players. And on right under Dave Winfield's name was a picture of Gary Sheffield. <laughs> I'll never forget that. They had they had the wrong field. They didn't have Winfield. They had Sheffield. Steve in Orange County. What's up, Steve? Hey, Chris. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, thank you for making it, sir. What's going on? Not the much. So, uh, real quick. So, I, I'm a big Yankee fan. I've never, I've never really been like a Mets hater, but over the past couple of years, I, I, I'm starting to grow tired of all this Stevie Cohen nonsense. But basically, uh, I think it's going to be funny when they mess this whole thing up with Pete Alonso, and he ends up going somewhere else. I think it's going to be comical. Um. I was just wondering where you think yeah. he's going to end up. I think he's going to end up being. I think he's going to end up with the Mets. I I, I think they're going to. Yeah. I just I, I don't know how you let him go. I know. I don't, I don't know how you let him go. The only thing I could possibly see is that they really yeah. like if 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 this year goes just absolutely terribly 
and uh-huh. and Lindor has a down year, and McNeil can and McNeil has another bad year, and you yeah. know Nimmo gets hurt or he's bad or just like it feels like the core is is rotten, right? If that's the feel right. halfway through the year that Lindor is is fading and McNeil isn't that good and Nimmo stinks and like if that's the feel around the team I could see them saying you know what this core of, of guys just isn't good enough let's let's trade Pete and really try and change who we are fundamentally like I suppose right. that's somewhat plausible but ultimately I just think that there's no there's they'll never get fair value for him ever he's a guy who hits 40 home runs and 100 RBIs with his eyes closed he does it every single year and he's, he's he's on pace. He's gonna be. He plays, and he never hurt. Like last year, he was on the IL for. I mean, he plays 150 games a year without fail. Yeah. And I just think that he's the face of your franchise, and he could end up being the greatest player, position player in the history of the franchise. He's the best home run hitter in all of baseball. Like, yeah. I mean, him and Judge are right there since 2019 because of Judge's injuries. But still, since 2019, Pete Alonso's got more home runs than anybody. And you're gonna what? Trade him for what? They traded Mookie Betts for two guys who are no longer with the team. Like, you can't. Right. It, it never works out. You sign him. You keep him. You have enough money. That's what should happen. That's what they should do. Yeah. And I agree. And, and eventually, I think they'll come to that realization, Steve. And I don't think they have to do it now. Like, I've never felt like you had to extend Pete Alonso. That's part of what you – that's the benefit of being rich, too. It's the benefit of having Steve Cohen's money is you don't have to do that. Play the thing out. A lot of Yankee fans get on the Yankees for the way they handled Judge. I don't. They offered him a fair deal. He was coming off being not having a single real full season since rookie since his rookie season. He was hurt every damn year. And as great as he is, you know, 240 or whatever it was, to, for someone to eat up a year of free agency or a year eat up a year where you didn't have to pay him big money to give him a long-term deal, that's a fair deal. And Judge was 100% right to turn it down because he knew he was worth more, and he went out and proved it. The situation worked out exactly how it should have worked out. The Yankees made a fair offer for someone who hadn't been able to stay healthy. They wanted to, they wanted to prove he could stay healthy, and he said, screw you, I'll prove it. And then he did, and then they signed him. That's exactly how it works. The Yankees handled it perfectly, and that's exactly how the Mets should handle it. You know what, Pete? We don't want to give you an extension right now. You think you're worth a whole lot more than we think you are right now. You look at the other first basemen in Major League Baseball who are, you know, just as good of you of you as you is or not if not better in the case of some guys who are making less than 200 million and you want more than 200 million? No. No. Go out and prove that you're worth 200 million. And if he does and he hits 62 home runs like Judge did, they'll pay him more than 200 million. It's that simple. It's that simple. And if he gets hurt, for the one year, knock on wood, that's the last thing I want to see happen, or he has a down year, or whatever the case, then they then they sign him for less money. Like, there's no reason to give him the extension now when they're this close. I'm sure he doesn't want one, being a Boris client, and there's really no reason to give him one. Because they can afford it, whatever the... the he can't outprice the Mets market. He, he's not, he's not going to have, you know... Uh, he's not going to be... He's not going to have a Barry Bonds 2001 type season. He's not going to hit 78 home runs. And have a 500 on base percentage. He's going to have a, a Pete Alonso year. He's going to hit 44 home runs. He's going to drive in 110 runs. And then they're going to pay him. That's what's going to happen. Marco in Queens. What's up, Marco? Hey, Chris. Good morning. Hey, How are you? What's going on? All right, man. Good to talk to you. It's my first time calling you. I think you're uh, great at your job. And this is one of the best programs on WFAN. Well, that's very kind of you. Thank you very much, sir. 
You're welcome, my friend. Mm-hmm. So before I get to my Nick point, I just wanted to say the other day I was walking to work. Yeah. And I found a Mickey Mantle baseball card on the ground. Get out of here. I can't, I'm not even kidding. Like, are you talking like a, like a serious, like in a, in a decent condition and a serious Mickey Mantle card? Well, that's my question, right? Yeah. So all I can t- tell you is it's a Mickey Mantle card. It's not in great shape or anything. And the back of it is his stats. And then the top left corner, it says tops 50. So I guess my question is, how do I get this thing authenticated? Like, who do I contact to get it validated? You know what I'm trying to say? Um, well, I mean, the first thing, I, I mean, wait, wait. Um, I wouldn't, I would take it to a card store. See if you could find anywhere near you. Look up, see if you could find like a, a hobby shop or a card store that might have an idea of what it is. They'll, they'll be able to look into it for you on, on what exactly is you're looking at. Um, and I mean, what, it doesn't say what year it is. No, no. Is I mean, it? I, 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 do you do you know what it looks like? Like if I yeah, describe it to you, he's in. Uh, it says tops fifty. Uh, it, it says tops fifty, right on the back of the card, okay. the top left corner, and then you know the stats, right? The breakdown of his uh, is career, the front right? him batting left-handed in a Yankee uniform. Yes, it's him batting he, lefty, and he's got like a blue undershirt. Yeah, the short sleeved. Um, you know the the Yankee solid, yeah. you know color. All right, and yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, I think it's a nineteen. I'm looking at it. I think I found that it. it's a 1966. <coughs> Excuse me. It's a 1966 uh, Mickey Mantle card. It's not one of the. I mean, I don't. I don't think you found a million bucks on the floor. I hate to tell you. Uh, it's right. not, no, it's I'm, not, it's not one of his rookie cards in 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 halfway decent condition and graded by PSA, which is where you would send it if it was in halfway decent condition. Like it's getting like you know three four hundred bucks, which is not. I mean, to find on the ground is great, but it's not. It's not a. It's not a Mickey Mantle rookie. You're not going to get a hundred thousand dollars for it. But it is a nice card right. to find on the ground. But I would take it. To I a, know. I would take it to a hobby store and see what they tell you. Why not? Yeah, I I thought about contacting. I know Steiner Sports is one of the guys that do stuff like that, but I don't even know where they yeah. are anymore. You know, like right now I'm looking at it and it's not. There's no grading. It's just the car raw is what they call it, and like, um, it's got 11 bids right now. The top bid is like 28 dollars. So, okay, I hate to break the news to you, but maybe no. that's, maybe that's not the right card. Maybe we got to, maybe I'm I'm not. You don't have the right card, but um. I would say, yeah, take it somewhere. And I, if you found it on the street, here's the other thing. I don't think anyone who, you know, had a, a really expensive Mickey Mantle card just dro- allowed it to drop out of his pocket. Yeah, I said the same thing. It's so peculiar. Yeah. I live in Queens, right? I take the same steps to the work every day. And right. this thing was lying face up on the sidewalk. That's funny. Yeah. That, and I was wearing my Yankee shirt that day, too. Well, that's what it was. That's what it was. You, draw, you drew it to you. But, yeah, um, unfortunately, I, I wish I had better news for you Marco but it's just listen 26 bucks on the ground 28 bucks on the ground you go on eBay right now why not sell that bad boy I'll take 20 I walk out of here and find a 20 my lucky day 877-337-6666 someone said a very funny uh, comment about the soap I guess I referred to the I referred to the soaps as uh, the the flavors of soap and someone just tweeted at me. He goes, uh, "Varieties of soap are scents; they're not flavors, unless you eat it as well." <laughs> it's 
It's a good point. It's not really a flavor of soap, is it? It's a scent. But that, but that uh, Dr. Squatch has all these wood barrel bourbon, all kinds of very interesting scents. Uh, Fresh Falls, that seems like a common one. But yeah, I'd much rather have a, a bar of soap than the lousy foam. 877-337-6666. All right, now we're going to have left of our five-hour midnight ride. We'll continue to take your phone calls. Get you ready for the Super Bowl. Maybe we'll get into a little bit of the Super Bowl. Obviously, tomorrow, a lot more on a football Friday. We'll give you the picks. Me and Marco will do something. We'll figure out a way to work, uh, take a chance on me into the show. We'll do some par. I mean, obviously, prop bets are um, galore. Prop bets galore. You can bet on almost anything, which is crazy. I don't, I've never got into that. Alex, you a prop bet guy? Like, I don't care. Like, my wife will ask me, I'll, I'll buy the boxes and have Super Bowl boxes and fun. I did. I bought some boxes. But, like, I don't know. I don't have it in me to just bet on a coin toss. I don't have it in me to, like, care about how long the national anthem is. Me and uh, Rami talked about that yesterday when I found out Rami sang in a Jewish choir and toured the, con- toured the world. He, was, he went to Paris. I had no to- idea. Yeah, he just told me that. He dropped that on me yesterday. I had no idea. He was like, yeah, I went to Paris and England. It was me and seven other kids, and we were in this, in this chorus, and, you know, we sang at Radio City Music Hall or something like that. I was like, what? Crazy. But, um... We were talking about how long the, the national anthem is. Like, I, I just don't have it in me to. to I performed at the, the Met first comer. Did what'd you perform at the Met? What is going on? <laughs> what'd you perform at the Met? Uh, it was a uh, uh, music and dance, uh, Kurdish dance. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, all these hidden talents. I mean, who knew? You're perform. You're a, you're in a dance troupe performing at the Met. He's singing in, in Paris. And I'm bragging about you know s- s- singing "Wanted Dead or Alive" in front of a bunch of drunken bozos. Well, when you uh, when you talk about prop bets, do you mean just in general or for the Super Bowl? No, for the Super Bowl. Um, I well, there was always a Super Bowl party that I went to, like a tradition, and it was my best friend's, and he would always have um, a sheet for for bets, but just for fun. And yeah, I, I think I don't remember how much it was. I think it was like five dollars a person, and. It was just for fun. We always did that, but we he hasn't had that. We haven't um, done that party for a while, so since then, not really. No, like you wouldn't go to your phone and like try and figure out bet on what the what company is the first commercial after kickoff is going to be. No, like, but there was a coin toss one. There yeah. was a uh, you know like who would be the Super Bowl MVP, who, how many right. penalties were there be, so right. stuff like that. And I'm sure I got to check. I got to see if there's a Taylor Swift prop. I'm sure there is. Oh, I'm sure there is. How many, either how many times or how much combined uh, screen time does she get? I don't, even, she's, I don't know when or if she's going to make it. You know, I, th- I think she has like the and I, and I got, time. Yeah, like, I think she does have time if you play the games. And also, I got to get on. I'm going to have to get on Fliegelman because I mentioned to Fliegelman that um, I was like, isn't it weird? This was like last week. And I said, you know. She comes to all these games and travels all the, you know, does all this, and he can't go to the Grammys. And Fiegelman's like, yeah, but he can't. That's not really a story, man. He's got, he's got to be travel with the team. I think they're traveling that day. They have practice. He, it's not like he can go. I'm like, okay. And there's Sal yelling it all over. I'm like, I, you know, I'm an idiot. I should have just go with your gut sometimes. But Sal's 100 percent right. I agree with him. You find a way to get to that freaking. I mean, you get there. She won her fourth. And people get on me for knocking her. I have no problem with Taylor Swift. I just think she's a li- like 
she's a little overrated. Like, people call me and say the Beatles are a little overrated. I'm a Beatle guy. I get it. They're considered the greatest band of all time. So if you don't consider them that, if you consider them the second greatest band of all time, technically to you, they're slightly overrated. I don't think she's put out the four. I don't think she's the only artist who's had four albums worthy of being the best of four albums. Like, I don't think she's suddenly the greatest songwriter. Like, people talk about her like she's life-changing. She's okay. I like her. But I feel like I know many other songs of other artists. Like, I can name, the, I can name like, four Taylor Swift songs. Like, I don't think, like, she's... She doesn't overrun the radio. Like, when something new comes out, like, when Adele puts out a new album, you hear Adele nonstop for two months. Like, I never got that. In, uh, like, Taylor Swift's new song comes out. I don't feel like I get that on the radio for two months straight. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, 340, McMonaghan with you, 877-337-6666 on this Thursday morning before the Super Bowl. And I believe today is now, I, I, I heard this, I hope it's correct, I didn't double check the math, but I heard it. Today is 49 days to opening day. 49 days. That's if a quick math here, seven days a week, seven weeks away. From opening day, what was Christmas? Uh, six weeks ago? I mean, as far as Christmas was from today, that's how far opening day is. Like, let's go. Let's go. Because I got to tell you, I know a lot of Yankee fans are down on this offseason. I know it's a little underwhelming. I know it's not exactly what you'd hoped. It's not everything you hoped for. And certainly for the Mets, I mean, I'm, I'm more than disappointed. I, I'm puzzled by their lack of care for this coming year. But still... On accident. By accident, they might be fairly good. They should have a they should have a 500 team at the worst. And hey, right now, if you add a piece at the trade deadline, that might be good enough to make it to the postseason. Who knows? But I'm, I am, whatever you want to think about this Yankee offseason, just remember, in 49 days, you are going to see, hopefully, I mean, the ultimate knock on wood, you are going to see Aaron Judge and Juan Soto hit back-to-back. Aaron Judge and Juan Soto. Back to back and a belly to belly. And Verdugo in the lineup, it's going to feel a little bit different. The Yan- Just that alone, having that other superstar, it's like, uh, it's kind of been like a little bit in some ways, like the 90s Knicks of Patrick Ewing. There hasn't been that other star star. You know, Stanton was at one point, but has never really, you know, necessarily lived up to that billing. And hopefully Juan Soto will. And the Yankees are loaded. Don't get me wrong. This, I mean, Rizzo's a great player. Um, and Cole is a great player. It's not like Judge is all by himself. But in that lineup, back-to-back like that, it's going to give, hopefully, Manny and Ortiz vibes, man. They're, I mean, that's going to be a different dynamic to this team, having those two guys back-to-back. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. 877-337-6666. Eric Ronkonkoma. What's up, Eric? Hey, C-Mac. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. How are you? 
All right, not bad. I got a couple of nuggets for you here, but uh, okay. Um, but I, first, I'll be remiss. I, I I should have said something earlier, and you probably touched on it. But I know last week was a celebrity thing week, and we lost uh, Carl Weathers on Friday. We did, or, yeah. Or late late last Thursday. So I don't know if you brought it up earlier in the week. Yeah, I mean, I think I I, I, I mentioned it for a minute. Yeah, obviously, Carl. Yeah. Oh, maybe I think I did. Right. I, I might not have. Uh, Carl Weathers obviously yeah, passed away earlier in the week. Uh, the great yeah, but, Apollo, but the great Apollo Creed, and and, it's, and it's, you know he played football, yeah. you know, professionally, uh, you know. So uh, yeah, no, uh, a tremendous. I saw the the tribute that uh, Sylvester Stallone made. It was touching. That was uh, nice. Adam yeah. Sandler put out a tweet. Um, obviously, he was part of uh, Happy Gilmore. Uh, he was just, he was really, a, uh, you know, he worked with Sylvester Stallone in, um, I'm sorry, in uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator, right? I guess. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. he's he's a he, he's an iconic figure, really. Apollo Creed's an iconic figure that anyone really associated with Rocky like that, like Apollo Creed was, is just an iconic figure. You know exactly who he is uh, the second he comes on screen, and he's going to be missed. Right. Very sad. Right. Um, you know, before I touch on the baseball real quick, the... Uh, you, you really don't think uh, Taylor Swift dominates the airwaves? I mean, maybe, maybe not. In, I in don't. The, you know, in the past, but I mean, I, I tell you, when, when whenever song, a new song comes out, it is all over. The yeah, place. I don't. I don't all know if over. I. I don't know I if mean, I get that as much as I get it from other people. Now, look, she's had, I don't know, count. She's had at least a dozen number one albums. I am by no means saying Taylor Swift sucks. I want to make this clear because I don't. I'm I don't, not I don't need, I, I like Taylor Swift. I do. I like yeah. most of the songs I hear from her. I just I felt like all of a sudden I know she's had multiple Grammy wins and you know number one albums or whatever, but I felt like she was just you know a successful artist who came up with a with a, you know some good songs, and then she went on that tour last year, and suddenly she became the biggest thing in music, and I was I was well, un- I, think, I, think I was, was unaware. A- I felt like one day all of a sudden Taylor Swift's the biggest thing in music. Where if you would have asked me before that tour. Who's bigger, Taylor Swift or Adele, for example? I know I've used that example a couple times, but like, right. if you would have told me a year ago, who's a bigger star, Adele or or Taylor Swift, I wouldn't have even hesitated. I've been like, Adele is a way bigger star. But yeah, I, now I, I, it's, I it's completely it changed. A little further than that. Yeah, but it's. I, I think I think when when she had that issue with the uh, uh, the, the person who put together her records, I think once that once that started and she started remaking everything, and then the pandemic. And then the tour, yeah, that that all like yeah. avalanched into a huge, uh, yeah. Um, all right, so seven weeks till uh, opening day. That's interesting. Okay, because I was just I was trying to picture in my mind. Uh, I'm going to be spending that day uh, getting hip surgeries. Hopefully the uh, hopefully the Mets won't be playing that day. But uh, <laughs> I got to. Uh, what, what day? What day you having us? What what day you having hip the, surgery? The, the March 28th. So that's seven weeks from today. So okay. it, it's probably opening. It's probably opening day for somebody. So you know, but uh, it's, yeah, I, yeah, I got to well, check the schedule. Yeah, let me check the schedule for you. Uh, I think the opening day for the Yankees is the tw- yeah the twenty eighth. So oh, okay. let me well, check the Mets. I was gonna. Is it, is, it, is it day or night? For the for the Yankees, it's a four ten start in Houston. Oh. And okay. uh, let me check the Mets for you. Uh, I think I think that's opening day. I think everyone's starting that day. So my guess yeah. is is that that's going to be the day. So well, you have, I, you have I, a hip, I, can't I, you I, move I, the hip sur- surgery? Come on, you're waiting all. No, the way. I got it. You're waiting that long anyway. You just have it on the yeah, 27th. No, I know. It, it, yes, yeah, the brew, brew, get, the, brew the brewer is at one ten. 
Okay, all right. So then I just got to hope for an early surgery. Tomorrow. In in City Field, home open. There you go. All right. Well, you know what? I'll be in Valley Stream. Maybe I'll just have them wheel me over there afterwards. Yeah. Why not? So, yeah. So. All, All right, right, well, well listen, God bless. Something to, look, something to look forward to. Uh, yeah, listen, hip surgery is always very exciting to look forward to. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hips aren't as bad. That's what they tell me. You don't want to have a knee replacement. The hip you live with, the hip's not that bad. You get the knee, ugh, the knees are brutal. Hip, not so much. Hip, you know, a couple days you're walking out of the hospital, no big deal. So hopefully it's a nice, easy hip surgery for you, bud. Stuart in Brooklyn. What's up, Stupot? I wish Eric the best. On wish his... Eric the best. Yes. Yes, my friend just went through knee surgery, and you're right. It's a Yeah, real... my father-in-law yeah, had his knee replaced. Has... It's a pain. It's a real pain. He's had, he had the surgery November 28th, and he's still not better. It's going to take him a very long time. Yeah, it takes a while. I mean, I don't know what better. He should be on some level better, but no, not back to complete normal. No, he's a little bit better, but, you know, yeah, when, you're, when, you're my, when you're my age, which he's one year younger than me, mm-hmm. it takes a little bit longer. I understand that. And uh, let's say this much. Uh, what's Friday, Chris? February 9th. We have a night, we're going to have a nice celebration. You want to have another to reminisce uh, about... Uh... About Ed Sullivan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned it yesterday. Yesterday was yeah, the day they did. got off the plane, so. I mean, they, uh, I can't, let's just say this much. If I had you up here, I could talk to you about them for at least, let's say, 37 hours. Yeah, well, that's a weird number, but I'm sure we could for 37 hours. I'm not sure. As much as I love the Beatles, that's not that appealing to me. As much as I love you, Stupot, 37 hours of, uh, Talking to you about the Beatles is 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 probably not the best way to spend thirty seven hours. I appreciate the thought though, um, and yes, I guess we'll celebrate. Do you know they 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 claim that there was like the lowest amount of crime in, in the history uh, of the country apparently in that brief moment. Everyone was watching uh, the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what they say. Uh, Steve in Long Island, what's up, Steve? Even the criminals hey, stopped hey. to watch Ed Sullivan. See Mac, how are you? Good. How are you, buddy? I'm I'm doing well. Um, Good. Uh, a couple of things. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. I was one of the all-time great actors. Sure. In, in many different films, but my favorite was uh, Donnie Brasco. Yeah, Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco. Yeah, very, very, very good movie. Very good movie. It's it started. Uh, forget, uh, forget about me. I mean, forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. Right? Forget. Uh, forget about it. But know? he was he was good, he was good in that movie too. He's like if you're that, he's like if if. He's like, if you're a rat, put a gu- put a gun to my head. Like it was, he was, right. he was, yeah, he was good in it. That was a very poignant movie. Uh, I think very underrated in terms of mm-hmm. uh, movies all time. Uh, I, 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 I think another an underrated movie, and he has the a great scene in it. It's a it's obviously a uh, ensemble cast, and and the most famous scene from the movie is done by Alec Baldwin. But uh, Glenn Gary, uh, Glenn Ross. Uh, is a is an interesting movie where they're sell they're salesmen and he screams that Kevin Spacey ruins a sale for him. He didn't realize that the, he was lying to the guy or trying to you know, and he comes in and, and says something honest. He just goes off on uh, Kevin Spacey about how stupid he is and how bad he is at his job. It's a it's a funny scene. Didn't didn't see that film, but uh, moving, yeah, it's a good movie. Moving on to the Beatles, uh, I'm old enough to remember uh, their arrival here on uh, the shores and their appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. Yeah. And anyone 
who says that Taylor Swift or someone like that is on the level of the Beatles has absolutely no clue. There are the Beatles, or there is the Beatles, however you want to And then there's it. everybody else. And there's ev- well, I, well, I agree with that on, on some level because I'm a big Beatles fan. It's, it's, it's impossible to hold everybody accountable to that standard. Thank you, Steve. She's been incredibly accomplished, and I like a lot of her music. And it has, it's not even about that necessarily. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying one day I woke up and she was the biggest star on the planet. I didn't feel like that was the case. And then one day I woke up and there she was, the biggest star in the world. Very few people, like I, I don't remember. And now I guess it's a slow burn because there are people who are, like I've heard of like like my guy Fleegs. I've known for a long time he was a Taylor Swift fan. But I didn't realize, I thought it was a little bit more of a, a cle- I thought it was a little bit more of a, a niche than apparently it is. Apparently it's not. Apparently everyone is. Like I thought that was more of like a oh you need oh really big Taylor Swift fan. That's you know not odd necessarily, but that's different. But apparently not. I guess I was just I was unaware. Like for me, it just felt like what? Okay, so Taylor Swift's you know got concerts coming. Okay, why is that? That's it's bigger than like Bruce Springsteen concerts. It's like like she's breaking Ticketmaster. Like why? I just, I was unaware of it. That's all. I did, you know, Shake It Off was a big hit, but, like, I, I don't know. I, I never thought, like, I just never thought she was that big a deal, and clearly she is. So it's not me so much, like, killing her necessarily. It's me just, I, I didn't recognize it. I thought she was just, you know, a, a successful singer-songwriter who did a nice job, but was not a super superstar and then all of a sudden everyone had to be at her concert she the ticket master broke uh you know trying to sell her tickets and then next thing i knew she's the biggest thing in the world and then obviously now the the football has been incredible to to go along with Casey and it's impacted everything it's impacted ratings on the NFL level it's 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 been a a shocker to me but i have no problem with it i i, I don't understand anyone who's like I'm not tired with the story. I'm I'm tired with the storyline and mentioning it, but like watching the broadcast, they cut to her. What do I? That's fine. We've cut to so many different people. Who cares? Like who? Why do we care that they they cut to Taylor Swift celebrating? <laughs> people are nuts. I just was unaware she was this big a star. It took me by surprise, and maybe I, that's maybe me not paying attention to today's music because I'm hung up on uh, you know 1964 when they when the Beatles played at Ed Sullivan. So maybe that's my own fault, but I I wouldn't have put her in the class of Adele or I wouldn't have put her in the class of some of these other people just like when it's like when they come out with an album it's a big deal. I just I wouldn't have. But apparently she is and she's had 10 12 number ones. I had she's got more number one albums than Mariah Carey. She's got number, I mean like I had no idea. Caught me off guard. I should have been more aware. I need to really hone my my pop culture skills. Maybe they're a little outdated. I'm open to that prospect. I'm open to the idea that I'm not with it. But I just I never knew she was that big a deal. And then the concert happened, and then <laughs> she's everywhere. She's on cereal boxes. She's everywhere. I I just was unaware of it. But, hey, she is killing it right now. And hopefully she can make it to the Super Bowl. I hope for everyone. I hope. I hope it's a big freaking deal. I hope everybody has to deal with it. 
And I told you, I, I, I'm pretty sure I was out early on the predicting of the uh, proposing at, at after the Super Bowl win. That would not surprise me at all. Because you know they're going to they're, they're win the stupid game. Although that line is starting to scare me again. Still two and a half. How is that line not moved? I know there's some future bets on San Francisco that make sense. But really, I mean, how do you go against Patrick Mahomes in this game? Like, if you take it for a second, like, well, the way they've played here and the way Kelsey in particular has reemerged and the way he played in the first half of that Ravens game and the way Patrick Mahomes has played and the way Spagnola has got that defense going, like, right now, and the way San Francisco played, like, yeah, their roster's probably overall better. And, yeah, they have a front four, but that defense, that defense got worked by Green Bay. That defense got worked by the Lions. Like, I don't feel good about where the where the San Francisco defense is at all right now. I don't feel like I don't feel that the offensive line, I know the offensive line for um the Lions has been good down the stretch, and but they dominated that line of scrimmage the first half of the game. Just absolutely kicked the crap out of San Francisco. And I understand that, you know, Casey's gonna be without Tooney, but if you give Patrick Mahomes any kind of time. Right now, I don't care who the wide receivers are. And they've had trouble stopping tight ends, that defense as well. Tight ends have done well against them. I would think Kelsey has a big game. I would think Mahomes has a big game. And Spagnola having two weeks right now. I mean, he's entering the pantheon of some of the great defensive coordinators in NFL history. Some of the great coordinators in NFL history. I mean, Spags has really done an incredible job. I mean, he 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 came in, he, he, he had a defense in the Giants that shut down an undefeated Patriots team to 14 points. He's he's won multiple Super Bowls. He he gets his team, he's back in the Super Bowl with with, uh, with them. He stops Lamar Jackson, he stops Buffalo. I mean, he's had he he you could argue that defense carried a Patrick Mahomes led team to the playoffs because their offense was as bad as it's been in the Mahomes Era, no question about it. This is by far the worst passing attack for sure. You know, Pacheco can run the ball pretty well, and the offensive line's pretty good. But, I mean, the passing attack, whether it's drop passes or just being a little bit out of sorts without the enemy for the first year, which that's a funny storyline too, how that's shifted. I mean, halfway through the year, it was like, wow, they're really missing the enemy. And he's got, he's got uh, his lousy quarterback out in, in Washington leading the NFL in passing yards. They threw it a million times a game, but still. He's got Howell leading the NFL in passing yards while the Chiefs are having their worst offensive season in Mahomes' era. And it's like, hey, maybe you know what? The enemy meant more to that team than you thought. And now they turned it on. They're back in the Super Bowl. He's been fired in Washington. Might not get another job ever again. Or, you know, certainly might not get a crack at that head coaching job. Just crazy. But that's what this team does. And But to get to my point about Spags, like, yeah, he's really been... I mean, he's up there with with Buddy Ryan. I mean, you want to talk about some of the great defensive coordinators ever. I mean, he's it's hard to it's hard to argue what he's been doing right now. And so to give him a full extra week to com- to prepare for a dynamic offense with a bunch of different weapons, no doubt, but a a quarterback who has had an MVP type season, but. The last couple games, yeah, you know, he was. I thought he was terrible against Green Bay. He was okay against the Lions, but if you can figure out a way to stop McCaffrey, 
I mean, that's what I would think, right? They would they 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 have to go out there and try and limit the run game. You thought they probably had that same approach against Baltimore. The Baltimore Ravens just didn't run the freaking football. I have no idea why. I have no idea why the Ravens changed their game plan and decided not to run the football. But I would think, obviously, stopping McCaffrey is number one. And I would think, and this is what scares me too, because you know that going in, and I'm hoping that Shanahan doesn't outthink himself the way the way uh, Baltimore outthought themselves. Their strength, run the football with McCaffrey. This defense has been uh, as great as it's been all season. They've been worse against the run. That's been their somewhat of a weakness. Don't overthink yourself. Don't say, oh, you know, like I think the, the Ravens did. Well, you know, Spags has had two weeks to prepare for me. He's going to try and limit McCaffrey. Let me come out there and, and and surprise him by throwing the football over the place. I hope that's not what they do. Run the football, establish the run with McCaffrey, and then allow your quarterback to make plays. And then involve Debo. And then involve Ayuk. And then involve Kittle. But McCaffrey, to me, is the foundation of the beginning of this game for me. If I'm, I want to establish the run against this team, it's the reason they're playing in this game is Baltimore didn't attempt to do the same thing. That's what you have to do. And I hope Shanahan doesn't get cute like he's been known to do. Now, typically, it's not at the start of the game. It's, it's halfway through the game when he's got either a 10-point or a 28-3 to lead. But to me, not focusing on the run will be getting cute. Do not try and make this a Brock Purdy versus the greatest quarterback of the generation. Don't try and do that. I'm, I'm hoping he won't. I don't think he will. But something, I just have this weird premonition that he's going to think, hey, they're going to, they're assuming we're going to try and run the football with with McCaffrey. They struggle against the run. Uh, Let's come out there and try and surprise them, which is exactly what Baltimore did. I hope they learn from the Baltimore's mistake and go out there and run the football. Plus, I have every single McCaffrey over unknown to man, so I'm hoping that happens. It's completely an unbiased uh, opinion. 877-337-6666. Four hours down, one left to go. McMonagle with you until the warm-up show live from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, as we get ready for a football Friday. I know it's Thursday right now, but I'm an hour away from Friday. My days are all messed up. I, I don't know about you, but like during the day, like I'm already on the next day. I've worked Thursday. So like when I come home, in my mind, I'm already on to Friday. And so it's like, well, what day is today? What do we do with the kids? Oh, today's it's Friday, isn't it? No, because I'm already like on Friday. Uh, I'm the other way. I'm always a day behind because oh, okay. I feel like until my eyes have closed, the day has not ended. I got you. So I don't care that it's nine o'clock in the morning. I'm still on Wednesday because yeah. it's I haven't gotten to sleep yet. Yeah, no, I'm always I'm I'm the opposite. I'm on the ne- it's already the next day. It's already Friday. Not till I wake up. I'm thinking I got my next day is Friday. I got my Friday show. You know, nope. Not not till I wake up. Well, that's that's how I that's right. how I signify no, the saying, end of the day. But I'm just saying, when do you wake up? What time on Thursday do you wake up? Uh, about two o'clock. Right. So it's two o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday, but it feels like Friday. I'm already on to Friday. That's my point. Even even when I wake up at two two o'clock. All right. Now you confuse me, Belichick. I, I'm now I'm a little. Confused. You go home. <laughs> it's Thursday morning. You fall asleep. You wake up on Thursday afternoon. Right. So it's still Thursday to everybody else. Right. It's Thursday to everybody else, but I just started Thursday because when I went to sleep at 10 o'clock in the morning, it was, it was still Wednesday, Wednesday in oh, my mind. Okay, so yeah, because you're starting on a Wednesday. Yes. I started today on Thursday. No. No, it's you still did, not Thursday. Oh, okay. Now I'm getting you. Now I'm getting The day hasn't flipped for so me until Thursday I go to sleep. Thursday when you wake up. Okay. See, but when I wake up around the same time, a little bit later than two, but when I wake up, 
It's Friday. It's the next day. I've already yeah, had my I, Thursday. I, I, I'm a little confused by your living the okay. past, living the future stuff. I'm, 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 I'm all over the place now. You're doing the now same thing I am. Now Don't make it seem like you're confused. You're, you're just doing it backwards. You're, I, you're holding on to the day. I'm moving on to the next one. We're doing the I, same I'm thing. Holding it, I'm, I'm holding it backwards. I'm holding on. Yeah. It's me. I'm not. Right. No one's blaming you. There's no one to blame. I feel like I'm talking to my wife. 